My brothers and sisters in the Lord, there's a little story about a congregation of nuns, religious in Ireland. And one day as the nuns were gathering, their mother superior, who was 98 years old, was on her deathbed. And as Mother Superior was in the process of dying, all of the sisters in the community were gathering around her. And one of the sisters went into the kitchen to prepare her a hot glass of milk. And so she came back out and she gave it to Mother Superior and Mother took just a little sip and she turned it away. She didn't want any more. But you know our sisters, they're ingenious and industrious. So she went back into the kitchen and she remembered that someone had given them a bottle of Irish whiskey for Christmas. And so the nun placed a big gulp of Irish whiskey in that hot milk. And she brought it back to Mother Superior. And Mother took a little sip and then she took a bigger sip and then she took a gulp and before you knew it, that whole glass of milk was gone. And as the nuns were gathering around, one of them said to her, Mother, give us one piece of wisdom, one piece of spiritual wisdom, something that we need to remember before you go home to the Lord. And Mother slightly lifted her head, and with a little smile on her face and a twinkle in her eye, she said, my dear sisters, whatever you do, don't sell that cow. <laughs> don't sell the cow. My brothers and sisters, oftentimes in our life, that's what we do. We sell the cow. We sell the good news. We give in to the message of the world. We give in to everything we read on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, on the 24-hour news stations. We give in to despair. We give in to hopelessness. We give in to darkness. And we fail to recognize that Christ is our light. He is our hope. He is our springtime. Don't sell the cow. Don't give up the good news. He is not dead. He is risen. And that is what we celebrate, my brothers and sisters, as we gather around the Lord, on, around the altar of the Lord on this Easter Sunday. That you and I, as men and women of faith, we go out into the world to proclaim that Christ is our light. That the stone the builder has rejected has become the cornerstone. That death has been conquered and the Lord has the last say. We have to remember, my brothers and sisters, on the first Easter, while this morning we have joyful music and beautiful flowers and very bright colored clothing, on the first Easter, the disciples were really enshrouded with darkness. Listen to the gospel today from St. John. When Mary Magdalene and the others went to the tomb, it was still dark. And my brothers and sisters, we can trace salvation history starting with Palm Sunday. 
and looking how the people met Jesus with shouts of Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, waving palm branches. And as the week goes on, my brothers and sisters, what are they doing? They're shouting, give us Barabbas, crucify him. The disciples saw the 39 lashes he received on his body, the crown of thorns smashed into his head, that reed in his hand, and then saw him nailed to that cross with those huge spikes, dying, and then laid in that tomb. There was a sense of darkness. There was probably a sense of hopelessness. This was their Messiah, their King. And now he's in the tomb. My brothers and sisters, we must remember that Easter was not born out of the brightness of day. Easter was born out of the darkness of night. And it's the same in our very lives because all of us, my brothers and sisters, have been in that dark night when we've stood very close to the cross. In that dark night when it seems that all we have is our hopelessness. And all we have is our despair and our worry and our trials and our tribulations. Maybe it was the telephone call from the doctor saying to someone, maybe you or someone you know, I am sorry, but it's malignant. Maybe it was the accountant who said, if you don't do these things and do them right away, you're going to go bankrupt. You're going to lose all your investments or your house or your car. Maybe it's our little ones who have have to heard their parents say, mommy and daddy's not going to live together anymore. You see, my brothers and sisters, we're enshrouded at times in darkness. But the good news of Easter is that darkness doesn't have the final say. Despair doesn't have the final say. Hopelessness doesn't have the final say. Jesus has the final say. From the darkness of night comes the joy of Easter morn, which leads us to be a people of hope. There was a French novelist who he and his wife were imprisoned during World War II by the Gestapo. They were under house arrest. And he writes in his journal that the first words he said to his wife when they were placed under arrest was this. The time to be afraid is over. Now is the time of hope. That's the Easter message. And it's the Lord's gift to us. The time to be afraid, my friends, is over. The time for despair is over. Now is the time of hope. Because we are a people of hope. Last year at the 9 o'clock Mass, after Mass, someone was leaving church. And she commented, Father, look at all the people in church this morning. How wonderful that is. And then she looked at me and she said, Father, do you think it's going to make a difference? And I said, what's going to make a difference? She said, Easter. Do you think Easter is going to make a difference in any of their lives? Or are they going to be the same tomorrow as they were yesterday? My brothers and sisters, Easter is meant to make a difference in your life and mine. 
that whatever the darkness may be that enshrouds us this day, that enshrouds our family, that we are able to say we are a people of hope because Jesus is our Messiah who is risen from the dead, which will transform our lives and our families and our communities and our world. You see, my brothers and sisters, that's why we're able to say we are an Easter people and Alleluia is our song. To God alone, my friends, be the praise and honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. A very blessed and happy Easter to all of you.